0: In a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. And the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Katie Norgrill. Oh,
1: and I'm Chris Jeppa. We're uh, so alone today. This week, like many weeks as of late, there's no guess. We
0: couldn't get our shit together.
1: We couldn't even figure out when we would actually record this. Right now it's quarter to 10pm on a Sunday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, The day before this comes out. Yeah, less than 24 hours before we have to upload this puppy. Great.
1: Yeah, so. It's no problem. It's the third week of the election, and much like uh, when I did the Fringe Festival, the third week is when I crashed and burned pretty hard, and the same thing happened this week. Except with a magnificent, triumphant, wonderful story to go with it. So that's a teaser. That's a sweet little teaser there. for you. So we're back. Uh, we're back in the in the Riverside Shack. We what? Are... The second time in a month that I'm sleeping over at your house. There oh, must have been some kind of strange extenuating Circumstances precipitating this. Could
0: it be? Could it be that there is some kind of unusual thing that happened? It might be. Oh. So we're at my place. Uh, please excuse the echo. Please excuse the. I mean this you're used to hearing. But yeah, it's gonna be a little bit cavernous sounding. So I don't have cool baffles on everything in my apartment, unfortunately. That's okay.
1: You have a comfy couch and that's honestly all I need right
0: now. <laughs> all I got is my big comfy couch. My Aww. big my big uh Star Trek the next generation looking couch that I don't actually think is that comfortable, but <laughs> Yeah. The but it's like cool.
1: the chaise part is nice.
0: <laughs> well you gotta love a chaise long <laughs> That's the French pronunciation.
1: Yeah, with the extra, like, guttural, ew. (laughs) Gross.
0: It's, uh, it's Swiss German, actually, so it's like a little French, a little, a lot of German. Mostly German. It's all German. (laughs) Ah, Germans. (laughs) Great story, Katie. We're a little tired. It's been kind of a long day. Long week for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, should I just start from the beginning, or do? You wanna, it seems like
0: a very good place to start. Would you like to tell us about your week first? Or oh, just I might get as well. Right it's not that it. interesting. I did. So I did the. I did the show that I was nervous about. Oh, the improv show. The improv show. The turns out late you're show. pretty good at improv. Um. Turns out I'm fine at improv. Yeah, that's, that's so. What that's what I meant. for yeah. not having done it in forever. Was pretty good to get out there and just be like, "This is fine. This is fine." Just like because I, I felt very nervous ahead of time, and I just sort of like uh, horse blinders sort of slip onto my face when I get into these situations where I'm just like, well, I have to do it because I agreed to do it, so I better do it right now. You just delivered. So I just deliver, uh, and (laughs) it's like whether this is uh, mediocre or pretty good for my level of skill, I don't know. I'll (laughs) never know. I'm just, I'm here, I showed up, I am reliable Katie. I'm super reliable Katie. So it was fun, I really enjoyed myself. Not a big audience, but I'd love to do something like that again. Is stretching some muscles I haven't touched in a while, and got to work with some really fun people.
1: Perhaps in a future Sea Hags variety show, we could have an improvisational portion.
0: Oh, potentially. I mean, we kind of just do anyway. <laughs> that's sort of just how we are. Um, but like, uh, so that I think that's the the podcast actually really helped me with uh, with the improvisational bits because Absolutely. just like having to keep conversation going and not let things get into a big bad lull. Is uh is a good skill that I've been picking up and I and I think that's nice and like what else did I do this week I pretty much uh, <laughs> I was just
1: trying to like just not say anything to make it go into a big lull there yeah but then you just kept just it like, going you
0: dumbass professional <laughs> I'm such a fucking pro profesh uh I uh, hit another PR on my back squats just doing a really good job fifty seven point five kilograms just really I'm just so cool and strong
1: Katie's cool and strong I'm cool and strong.
0: Um, oh god, there was something else I did this week that it was at least somewhat noticeable. You finished? Oh, I finished I finished a script that I would like to produce at some point. Now, it is very much a finished first draft, very rough. Mm-hmm. But i showed it to at least two people now, so uh-huh. it's real.
1: And you, you had, like, a, a creative buddy that was just like, hey, I will check in with you and make sure that this is done yeah. when you say it's done, and you finish it even sooner, and then they were just like great job shout out
0: to uh to writer producer comic artist jr boos boos, nice. boos i don't I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name it's i think it's dutch or german or something oh. maybe it's booze probably <laughs> were you saying boo or <laughs> thank you jr boones for all of your help <laughs> with ghost house but you
1: finished it i finished it so exciting and at least it's like a thing that then you get to work on, but it's like the hardest yep. part sometimes is just getting it out of your face and yep. into your car. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> <laughs> your out of my
0: face! <laughs> Although it's gonna be weird to have you in my get car, but into not my, my face. my
1: final draft.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, uh... So, I think I'm going to give myself the next month to refine it before I start pitching it to people to actually make it. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how that goes.
1: I'm very excited for you, and I'm glad that you did
0: the thing. Thank you. Loving the work life balance for myself right now. I'm feeling really bad that you have to work so hard.
1: Yeah, well, you know, one more week, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man. Well, let's get into the meat of things. Okay. Like, that was a big laugh. That probably popped the mic a bit. Hey,
1: you know, we're just popping peas all over this
0: place.
1: I just like. Honest to fuck, I'm, I'll equalize this as best as I can, you guys, listeners.
0: Sorry if it's trash. We really are doing our listeners, best.
1: Listeners, this is like you know how some podcasts do live episodes and there's an audience and the audio quality's and terrible. You hate this it. is kind of like that, Don't except worry. you love us, so it's fine. All um, eight of you. And uh, yeah, so like I said, this was kind of the week that I crashed a little bit. I like, you know, had we had our last week's episode, and then I got like a nice little sleep in. And then I went to work and then knocked on doors and delivered flyers a lot so much that I sprained my foot, so I can't really walk very good. And then I uh, was favoring my foot, I guess, and it made my back super tense. Like, you know how you, like, kind of overcompensate in one way or the other? Oh, yes. And so then I was blow-drying my hair on (laughs) Thursday morning, and I popped my back out real bad, and I had to lie on the floor for the day, and I had to call in immobile to work. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Sorry, God. I'm calling you from the floor, and I can't come to work today. Oh, hello, it's so, me. So that was... <laughs> I've been lying on the floor, and I don't think that I can breathe.
0: <laughs> so you having a tough time?
1: Yeah, so I was just like, man, this is bad. But then, you know, like, I had a day where I just, like, lay on the floor and did stretches, and... Had a lot of hot showers, and I, like, massaged out my back a little bit. Still a little sore in the yeah. old shoulder blade there, but... I can rub it for you if you want. I have full range of motion in my uh, my right arm again, which is very nice. Nice. And so then I was like, yeah, cool. I'm, like, back at work. So, like, the next day, I, like, jumped back into it, and I was like, I'm feeling good. I had a day of rest. Like, I wasn't actually resting properly in a balanced way, so my body was just like, fuck you, I'm doing this. And just decided yeah. to shut down, which is real. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't gotten, like, a bad cold or anything, so that's nice. Ugh, not knock all the <laughs> stuff. Um, I
0: don't think that's wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then, so then, you know, it was, last night was Saturday night, and I stayed up a little late, because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a luxurious sleep in, so I stay up till one in the morning watching The Handmaid's Tale and freaking myself out. It's just, just
0: like, like, chilling super hard, li- watching so, dystopian, so like, good. misogynist future. Oh, it's
1: so good, though. <laughs> like, Samira Wiley is just amazing. Amazing, amazing. I hear
0: Alexis Bledel almost has a personality in this She's show. She's so good. She I fucking hate the girl the Gilmore Gills. <laughs> the the Grimoire tales. I forget what it's called. The, the girl, women. The, the Gilmore girls. <laughs> the Grimwoman. The Grimmlman. I believe it's called the Grimbloman. <laughs> and they talk very fast and they have an inappropriate relationship for a mother and child. <sighs> the Grimwolman. <laughs> this summer on NBC. I don't fucking know anything, man. So
1: anyway, I, like, freaked myself out a little, and and then I was like, okay, it's 1am, I'm gonna go to bed, I, like, set, like, an alarm to, like, it's spring, so I set the alarm to first wake up and take my allergy medicine, and then go back to sleep, and then when I wake up, I don't feel like my face is on fire.
0: Well. But, well, on the other hand.
1: And, uh, so then suddenly at 5.30 this morning, I... I wake up, and I'm like...
0: My face is on fire. My
1: face is so on fire. I just... My eyes are burning. I'm like, what allergy is happening? I'm like, oh, God. oh, Jesus, my roommate's cooking something fucking awful. I look at the clock, and it's like 5.30. And then the smell just keeps intensifying and intensifying. I'm like, what the fuck is happening downstairs? I have to go check it out. So I put on my robe. I'm just totally nude and put on the robe, and then I, like, go (laughs) downstairs... And it's just this, like, intense, nobody's in the kitchen, it's deserted, it feels like it's, like, hazy in there. Oof. I can't really see very well, because my eyes are so blurred from this, like,
0: smell.
1: And, like, just pungent odor, and I'm like, fuck, there's a gas leak. And as I walk downstairs, I'm like, there's a huge gas leak, like, if even so much as, like, my foot... Trips on something and sparks it like we're all going to like up in flames, no! you know, so I was super scared And then I was like, oh god, something's coming in from outside because remember last year Uh, the, there was a huge bad chemical fire at the port. Yep. And our sea shanty shack was so imperiled. Yes And we had to like seal up all the windows and it was yep. really really bad and it burned our eyes, so I thought it was another thing like that So then I was like, oh, I need to just go outside and see if it's the same and I'm like well It is fresh air outside and I just, like, stood outside in my robe, just, like, gasping for air. And then I see a fucking skunk running out of my yard, looking super... Pleased with himself. I don't know, some peppy Le Pew motherfucker running for his life. I hate him. It was so bad. And so a skunk skunked our house. And it got in everything.
0: It got in the podcast, Mike. It
1: got, yes, it got in Absolutely everything. And so, basically, it was, like, 6 in the morning. You know, my partner comes downstairs, too, like, what the fuck is happening? Our roommate gets up, what the fuck is happening? And we throw open, like, all the windows. And I guess the skunk, like, skunked the outside of the house somehow? Because the skunk didn't get inside and didn't spray anything directly, thank goodness. But just the stench from outside, there was some catastrophe with the skunk. (laughs) And... It just got into the whole house, mostly in the basement, and then it just got into the vent where the air intake for the furnace was. And so then it got into every. So even when doors were shut, like our lovely podcast studio, it just flooded the whole thing and stank it out. No. Because the vent was open. Oh, it got into everything, Katie. It was so bad. And so.
0: The more you talk about it, the more I think I can smell it.
1: I know. Oh, God. So, like, I've been secondhand pepper sprayed before several times when I worked at a homeless shelter and the injection site. Sometimes people would get pepper sprayed and they would run in, uh, side and be like, hey, help me clean this out. You know, I've, like, rinsed milk and dish soap on people and yeah. the secondhand pepper spray is really bad. This was way worse. Goddamn. Then fucking pepper. This is chemical warfare and it was one. you got
0: salt and pepper sprayed by that little fucking black and white bastard. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, fucking French asshole. Oh
1: my god, and it's like.
0: Oh, I make your ass smell very bad.
1: <laughs> so, like, you know, Ed and I were joking about how, like, it just took one little fucking critter to just annihilate us. So it's like, nature's fine. We're fucked. Yeah. Like, nature will take over. We found a small cedar tree growing in our car as well, because a, oh. spore, a spore got into the wheel well. So, like,
0: oh my yeah, God. The, the trees and plants and animals will take over, and, like, it's just us that need to worry. God, I just really want to reread Station Eleven again. Just, oh to, like, see God. all the fucking plants taking over, and the skunks fucking up our houses, and
1: it was just okay, so it was the worst. So like we couldn't stay inside, and now it's like six thirty, and we're like, this is am am horrific. Okay, Google where breakfast is, and so <laughs> there was a Dutch Panacook house, which is like my staple comfort food, open at seven a.m. at Canada Place. So to drive from our house like into downtown at that time in the morning it took us like ten minutes with the sunroof and the windows open, just like trying to like air out everything, fresh air. And we just sat in this cake house, and everyone was like too polite to say anything, but was looking over, and we were just like reeking, like stink
0: lines coming off of us Essentially.
1: You. And you know, You'd be like, should we just take this to our car?
0: We're sorry, we know we're not wanted here. No,
1: but like both Ed and I were like, we do not give a shit. You guys are all suffering with us right
0: now. Yeah, this is our eyes were like them. bloodshot. Why did they have to be up at that time on a Sunday? Church isn't for hours. Yeah,
1: it's near the cruise ship terminal, so it was a lot of tourists
0: sailing. <laughs>
1: well, North- fine, you'll never
0: see them again. That's
1: exactly it. So I felt zero. I hope they drown. What? They were all very nice.
0: Oh, they looked at you bad for smelling bad, so
1: I'll kill them. Well, okay. (laughs) So anyway, I had like a little cry. will not kill them. Had a little cry in the pancake place, and I'm like, what do we do? And in the meantime, both of us had posted it on Facebook, like, we got
0: skunked, man! (laughs) That's about the time that I probably read it, because I woke up really early just feeling like something was off. So I had to check online, and sure enough, you were in peril. So then I had a few very generous texts from friends
1: One of them was just like, hey, I'm already up with my two kids. Like, if you want to come and take a shower at my house, like, he lived close by to me. And you can do some laundry or, like, whatever. And then the more we talked it through and the more we, like, realized how much. Like, after an hour, we still reeked fully. Mm -hmm. We're like, if we come to your house, your house will smell like this. And I don't think your two children would really like this, nor would your wife. And I don't want to strip naked on your back porch And I think that your washer and dryer will probably smell really bad, too. So we're like, okay.
0: Public things. We gotta
1: make a plan. (laughs) Let's go befoul our public institutions instead. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so, but this is the time where, like, Ed and I both really, like, got our shit together because we're like, look, the situation, like, we have to do something about it. Mm -hmm. We can't exist like this. And so I thought we came up with a pretty good plan. Yep. We... Got from Ed's wood shop downstairs. We got respirator masks and put them on and safety goggles, and went back into the house. Breathing like,
0: <sighs> like you like you got E.T. hidden under a fucking plastic sheet.
1: Or like there's some kind of like chemical warfare happening, which is Yikes. true.
0: Yeah.
1: And we went upstairs and we got a couple days worth of clothes. And this I also thought was very clever. My idea because like all of like my purse stank. Like, everything in the house just stank so bad. So we couldn't put our stuff in a bag, but we had all those, like, reusable cloth bags for groceries. So it's like, each of us take a cloth bag. You can wash the bag. Yeah, fill the clothes with the bag and then put the bag in the washer. We found a laundromat that was open at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. And we took, like, our two small bags and put them in the washer. And, like, luckily, the skunk had not sprayed us directly, so we didn't need to, like, pre-treat clothes with, like, an oil reducing yeah, solution of some kind, and so it just washed out, and that was fine. So we, like, sat in at the coffee shop on Commercial Drive, drank a coffee in the sun, and luckily it was, like, a beautiful day, because if it would have been, like, rainy and miserable, it would have been so bad. Yeah. And so we sat in the sun and drank a coffee while our laundry got washed, put the fresh clothes into our fresh bags, and then went to the public pool, <laughs> and... Went for a swim, and the chlorine, like, totally... Washed all the goop. It washed all the goop. It cleared out our faces and sinuses, and made our hair not smell bad, and then took it, we took a shower in the... Uh, in the public bathroom and stuff, and, like, there was, like, little kids swimming lessons happening, so it was, like, before work, I took a public shower surrounded by toddlers, which was really weird. <laughs> really. <laughs> when I say it like that, it makes it sound really bad, but you know what I mean. I do. So, anyway, it just, like... By the time we were done, like, I felt so good, and I smelled so good, and I had all my fresh clothes on, and I had, like, a... I just felt like we fucking killed it! I was so happy! You just,
0: like, you dealt with a crisis. <laughs> it makes and you feel productive it and just, good. It just,
1: it left me in, like, a great mood all day, and, like, I told people what happened, they were like, Are you kidding? Like, are you okay? Do you need to, like, go home and deal with this? I was like, home is the last place I want to be right now. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm glad that I'm here and like I even got to work on time, which is That's wild. That's
0: crazy, yeah. And. Because you were awake for like seven so fucking hours. So, I lived got a there. whole
1: lifetime before I went to work. <laughs> and I like, but you know, swimming like 20 minutes worth of laps in the pool before going to work was really nice. And yeah. it's like, maybe I'll do No, I won't ever do it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I just found like I was really proud of us. I feel like we're kind of superheroes for just taking charge of that situation yeah, same and dealt. dealing with you it. dealt with it. And we totally rocked it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Super hell happy. Yeah. And then Ed just went fishing all day out in the nice fresh air and then... Fuck yeah. He went home and apparently it's not great, but it's doable, but I was like, I'm going to stay over at Katie's so that we could do the podcast. because
0: yep. you'll never have a bath here.
1: <laughs> Maybe I <it> will. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: You can't. Can no I have my,
1: my third shower of the day? Here? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that was my week, um, but for some reason, like it felt like my week was kind of like, oh, like I'm breaking myself, I'm so tired, I'm really running myself ragged, and then this day, it was just like, I could do anything! Because you
0: had to. And
1: now I'm so pumped up for like the last week before the election happens, and you know what? It was advanced voting, the first day of advanced voting yesterday, and 1,500 people voted in our district just on nice. the first day, which is really cool. That's great. So, it's like, get out and advance vote, everybody.
0: Yeah, I might do it tomorrow. You no, wait. No, I meant to do it today. Whoops. No. We totally meant to do it yesterday. We'll do it next week. You can do it on Wednesday. Fine. <laughs>
1: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: <laughs> Fine.
1: Yeah, thank I'll you. do it at some point and then. You can also go to any district electoral office and write in your candidate.
0: <laughs> I think there's one, like, at my work, honestly. Oh, great. I'm pretty sure that SFU has one.
1: Okay. Well, so. whatever. Whatever. Vote early.
0: Vote early and vote often. <laughs> Actually, I only vote the one time because it's super fraud to yeah. do more than once.
1: But anyway, so that was my skunk extravaganza.
0: <laughs> super fun. And Sounds great.
1: So yeah, now I just feel like there's like trace residue of like skunk stuff. So on our podcast microphone that I rescued from the upstairs attic, it was still kind of skunky all day, and so I cleaned it off with like a facial at of my cellar water. Mm, gave
0: it a real good facial. Maybe. But anyway.
1: Anyway. So I'm really tired, but yeah. I, I feel like I did a
0: really good job. Yeah, you, you did it. You did so the work today, my just dude.
1: just anybody that's ever found themselves in a similar situation, just know that, like, public laundromats exist.
0: Yeah. And public pools exist, and you can shower in them, and Hell it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I really... I, I find that I get uh, totally knocked off my arse by things that are not big deals, and then when, like, a big, like catastrophe happens, whether it's a tragedy or something that's just sort of like a giant farce like being sprayed with a skunk, those are the times that I think I do my best work. Mm-hmm. It's because you have to. Yeah. Somebody's gotta.
1: There was literally nothing else that we could do except
0: deal with it. Because and, we
1: couldn't stay in our stinky ass clothes.
0: Yeah. And there are, there are definitely people who just do not deal well with things. Like people who have issues with executive function and just like being paralyzed with the idea of like having to make choices on a big issue. Yeah. Like, and I get that. I definitely have felt that way sometimes, but it's just something about crisis mode makes me just work really hard and, and figure things out, and it makes my, like, logical... Um, inferential brain work much harder and figure totally. out solutions it's, to things. You shut like,
1: down that emotional part of your brain. I
0: refuse to believe that there's no answer to this situation. Yeah. So I'm going to find out what it is. And that's, that's, I think, when where my sort of best strengths come into, into play. Mm. And it's something that I'm really happy about. So, like, whenever... Yeah, there's this great post that goes around on Tumblr where it's like, my social anxiety has an override where if my friend is more anxious then I can do the (laughs) thing without any difficulty. It's called the mom friend override. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's my whole life, pretty much. It's just like, oh, you're having difficulty with it? I will do it for you. Because, like, then it's not on your own behalf. I don't know. There's a lot of layers to that. But, like, I like to get shit done in big deal situations. I feel good about it. So I'm glad that you, uh... I'm glad that you dealt with that with such a plum because you could have easily just decided to lie down on the floor and cry about it.
1: But I couldn't breathe in my house, and so I guess I could have lied down in the backyard. Yeah. And we're Ed and I were just like, maybe we should just pitch the tent in the backyard and sleep yes, out there. What if the
0: skunk comes what back? What if the
1: skunk comes back? We're like, we hope it's not territorial.
0: You're gonna have to kill it.
1: I yeah, we've got a bow and arrow now.
0: <laughs> oh man. Bing.
1: just flashing back to, again, how that skunk made me feel. It was like being underwater and, like, not being able to breathe. Like, I was drowning in, like,
0: stench. Just like tear gas, basically. It
1: was tear gas. I couldn't see. Wow. Like, it was so blurry. And, like, skunk I... Skunk lobbed
0: a flash grenade for tear I was, like, gas.
1: trying to, like, breathe through my mouth, because when I breathe through my nose, I could smell it. It would make me almost puke. And then, like, breathing through my mouth, I could taste it? taste it in my throat and into my lungs. Like... Oh no. <laughs> I was just gonna say something very insensitive. Never mind. Lots of people have been through way worse tragedies than all of this. This was very much, like, I am a soft marshmallow. But it was pretty, like, extra. It was pretty first not...
0: First thing in the fucking morning on a Sunday. pretty
1: not what I'm used to. And so, like, you know, if I had to deal with, like, terrible chemical warfare and, like, bombs and grenades all the time, like, obviously that's way worse and lots of people have it way worse, but...
0: It sucks. But I didn't get woken up by a skunk today. Yeah. I just got to chill. It's <laughs>
1: <That's> pretty nice. <laughs> sounds sounds
0: pretty fun. I look You're forward okay. to
1: doing it tomorrow, and I hope no skunks followed me here. <laughs> if
0: there's a skunk in here, I'll be very upset. You just hear like ha 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 coming <laughs> from my purse. Some <laughs> munching on a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> French skunk motherfucker. like somebody smoking his unfiltered cigarette in here. <laughs> ah no no one is doing that (laughs) did somebody who said that (laughs) he said it's not Pierre that's for sure why am I so French I am a skunk
1: (laughs) and why were skunks so French we have more skunks here in Canada well you know
0: it's the second official language
1: oh yeah okay don't (laughs) they went to
0: skunk French immersion French skunk immersion school (laughs) I don't know man yeah, all the skunks live in Mayardville in Coquitlam. Mayardville. <laughs> Is that like Zach Duckburg? Yes. <laughs> it's Mallardville. Mayardville. Okay, Duckburg. Because it's a little
1: part of Coquitlam that has some lakes in it. And it's also, where a lot of French Canadians
0: settle. It's like the updated like, mm-hmm. Quebec over version. Baguette, cigarettes, cheap wine, here it's my <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I hope no one ever does a supercut of all the times I burst into fake songs. I hope no one ever does that! <laughs> Oh, we're silly like, tonight. <coughs> we just gotta do 20 more minutes before we can cut the cut, cut the breaks? That's not the thing. Do you
1: guys appreciate how consistent we're being? We're really trying, and really we're being hard.
0: consistently shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We're just like recording in front of my big blank TV, thinking like, oh, we could be watching TV right we now could and t- not totally be watching and TV not having right to like now. come up with hot, steaming content for all you guys. <laughs> Hot and steaming truly is the word of the day. <laughs> it's a, it's a sack of shit. I just like, <laughs> I just want everyone to be proud of me. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Why is it, I think that's the title of the episode, <laughs> not, not Travaganza. I think it's, I just want everyone to be proud of me. <laughs> Isn't that just the thesis? I just want to recount
1: my story. I've been doing a really good job, and I've been trying really hard, and yeah. I've been doing good stuff, and I overcame a big obstacle, a big, a big stinky obstacle.
0: obstacle. <laughs> I totally, I totally know what you mean. I've been looking at my life, going, I'm doing a pretty good job lately. I'm, kind, I wouldn't say I'm killing it, but I'm, um, I'm definitely keeping it going pretty well, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I guess I just don't, I haven't often felt like that, so now I'm like, notice it. And I've been bragging kind of to people a little bit more, which Ooh. I feel sort of bad about. That was me, my day today. I hung out with uh, my sweet dear friends, Michael and Laurent, oh, from Mayaville. <laughs> He's a part skunk, not a big deal. Michel and Laurent. Miguel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was something
1: um, skunky about it.
0: Yeah, it's our Gentleman Smokers Club. We like to get together and uh, occasionally partake of the herb. The herb. Ha uh-huh, ha French. So, uh yeah, we were just chilling today. It was super a super nice time, but I just kept bragging to them because they both like to lift weights too. So I was like, um, this is what I'm benching, and this is what I'm squatting, and this is my deadlift right now, and this is the protein I like. And I was like, I'm counting macros and shit, like it's pretty cool, it's like not a big deal. It's just like taking care of my health. You gotta like- change it from gentleman smokers club to like bro smokes. I yeah. Probably do you like a being fucking creatine. Do you like being a muscle bro, Katie? love it. You're such a good muscle bro. I'm such a muscle bro. I just really, I don't know, I have more energy than I've had in a really long time. My body feels better than it has in a long time, and I like people feeling my body a lot more than I have in a long time. Yeah. I make everybody feel my biceps. My biceps aren't even that good. It's actually the stuff that's around them that's impressive. It's happened
1: on every single podcast to date from, like, a couple weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. that's all I care about. It's the progress report. Yeah, Can't you like you team. like politics, and I like protein. <laughs> <laughs> this is welcome to the CX podcast. We do po- we do politics and protein here. We're basically Chapo Trap House for chicks. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of this week's episode. Oh my god, Chapo Trap House what for kind, chicks. What
1: kind of muscle milk does Christy Clark like to chug?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Tears of the Forest and uneducated children. And shut the fuck up, Linda. <laughs> no, Linda, get it, get it. Well, it's hot, Linda. No, Kristen Clark hates Linda. Well, then Linda is my goddess. Just sweet Linda. Just sweet Linda. <laughs> Maybe that's the title. I'm not even joking. That
1: I am Linda. Like hashtag I am Linda has been trending in British Columbia. Oh
0: God. Oh Lord.
1: Because our dear, dear premier. Turned her back on a rando Fuck person. Fuck Stumps
0: Magoo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is her name. Oh dear. I hate her face. Um, She turned her back on a, like, a voter, basically, who was just like, this is why I'm not voting for you, and then she's like, great, it's a democracy, you could do whatever you want, which is totally valid, except, you know, it was pretty rude. Yeah. She kind of cut her off, because the woman was going to be like, because, and it's like- Because you're a bitch. Well, she- <laughs> <laughs> But it's like- you know, you would think that you would want a voter to maybe explain, like, this is something, and you could be like, oh, actually, I can explain to you why we did that or whatever. It's a chance for
0: some dialogue. But instead, so she's like,
1: great, do whatever you want. I'm super dead. And then,
0: <laughs> do whatever you want. I'm super dead. Honestly, if she wins again, I'm gonna have a fucking meltdown. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, so then, like, it started, the hashtag
1: started trending, I am Linda. And I really wanted to change it to the Je suis Linda, just for the, like, gravita. Oh
0: my god, it's so bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. It's really, it's gotten nasty out there on the campaign trail. eh? And then
1: I I said to you uh, before that, like, I hate to admit it, but I have something in common with Christy Clark, and I have a tendency to hyperbolize. When I retell a story, I often exaggerate the details, just because it, like, seems like it makes the story good, you know? When I'm retelling something, it's like, yeah, and there was, like... 50 people doing blah, blah, blah. It's like, Chris, it was, like, 10. You know, and Ed calls me on it because he's so literal. He's so literal. And I just, you know, I have a tendency to hyperbolize, but it's, you know, for the story. Whereas our, our dear, dear premier was just like, that Linda woman, she came up to me and she said... Like, I'm never gonna I'm vote I'm gonna for kill you. you. <laughs> well, basically, it's like, I've never voted for you, I'm never gonna vote for you, I've never voted liberal in my life, and blah blah blah, so it's like, why should I take that kind of slander and abuse, and it's like, psst, hey bud, it was actually completely recorded, the whole interaction, it's and it's completely different than what you said, like, please
0: stop lying, and it just came bitter in the bum, and that was... Hilarious. It's just—it's definitely—it seemed in the last uh, year or two that you can just not—you can just boldface lie. You don't even bend the truth. You just yeah. lie, and people are like, "Well, why would anybody lie that firmly?" Yeah. Why would anybody lie that hard? And
1: then, and then someone called Linda an NDP plant. That it's like, they just made this random woman appear in a grocery store and blah blah because it turned out that person knew an MLA on the Sunshine Coast, and it's like they just knew each other because they lived in the same community. And she was treated so rudely by the premier that she went to the other party and was like, hey, tell me about your platform then if, like, she's not going to talk to me. And then everyone was like, it's an NDP plant! And then people started doing hashtag NDP plant and pictures of, like, their house plants (laughs) wearing orange stickers. It was very dumb. And, like, social media on local BC politics is, like, very corny but I kind of love it, so it's like I am Linda, an NDP plant, and it's like a fern with some earrings on.
0: <laughs> I'm a spider plant.
1: <sighs> so yeah, so that's been another highlight of this last week.
0: Fun, it's fun, fun.
1: Who knows what's gonna happen if if Linda makes or breaks this election? Like if Linda is the kingmaker. Like, should we all be ashamed of ourselves? If Linda
0: is the kingmaker. Yeah, so, whatever. It's just me, Linda. Hey, check out how many how many battery is left on my phone. 69. Hey!
1: Nice. a We did a informal survey today about who had voted in the advanced polls, and it was 69% of people, and I went, Hey! Nice. nice. And then I had to delete it, because it was on my boss's Twitter. Oh
0: my god, <laughs> this is so fucking funny. I really, uh... Like the idea of like, oh, we had, it was a 420% turnout today, <laughs> and 69% of people said they liked it. Yeah. yeah. nice. Best
1: election ever.
0: Hottest election ever.
1: Yeah, so we've got like, one more week, man. Just one more week. And then I get to resume life as I know it. Like,
0: am it's I going to miss the
1: flash dash excitement? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, probably not. I think
0: you're good. I think you're done. I think you're tired.
1: I think I'm actually pretty good at, like, routines and stuff. No but it sure, it sure was nice. It has been nice to shake it up, you know? Where it's like, I don't have to wake up as early. I do a completely different job than I normally do. hmm And I get to, like, run around and play in the sunshine a lot and, like, talk to lots of people. But I also have to talk to lots of people. <laughs> and I yeah, have to run around a sucks. lot. And... Yeah, so there's definitely aspects that I miss of my old job, and I really hope that I get it back. So everyone, please vote for my boss. Please, who who you cannot
0: say the name of, but But I will say that
1: clues. I'm sure that people know that her signs are orange.
0: Well, we've yeah we've said NDP, and it's a lady.
1: (laughs) But you know, 51% of all NDP candidates are ladies.
0: Incredible. That's exactly the population of the world. Uh-huh. It's the fir- Think about it.
1: It's the first time that any political party in BC has
0: had that gender. proportion yeah. of gender parity. Let's, uh, let's be real here. If you live in British Columbia and you're not voting for NDP, I'm very concerned. Uh, I think you should vote for them. I don't really like to tell people what to do, but in this case, please, uh, super don't vote for the liberals. Super don't. Um, and also, if you vote for Green Party people... That's pretty much just saying, like, let's have a liberal. So,
1: I watched the leadership debate, and Andrew Weaver, the Green Party leader, has a fakey English accent. He, like, elocutes. He's like, I just want people to know that...
0: Bro- I care about the environment.
1: And he's, like, not a career politician. He keeps mentioning that he's a doctor and, like, a PhD. Fucking homeopath or something, No, probably. he's not. I don't know. Whatever. But, like, it just... He just seems really out of touch, and someone wrote an article that it's like he just, he's the return of, like, the old BC liberals that used to be very, like, it was the tweed-wearing
0: Harumph-harumph-harumph-harumph
1: people, like, that lived in Shaughnessy and kept horses in the valley, you know? And whereas the current liberals are the old Social Credit Party, which is the, like, super conservatives. And so people are liking the Greens because they're just like, ooh, that, like... Old Tweety stuffy, whatever. Like my friend tweeted, that's like Andrew Weaver sounds like his voice sounds like what an ascot would sound like if it could talk. <laughs> if an ascot can talk. <laughs> but yeah, oh like my God, s- that's funny. so many of the Green Party candidates stay up late on social media and
0: troll people. Gross. And I've like, seen that actually. And like
1: yell at them online. Isn't there
0: somebody's like a like a, a Holocaust
1: denier or something? Yes, they have a, They have one candidate that's a Holocaust denier. One that's Great. a nine eleven truther. Great. One that's a huge homophobe and posts, like, terrible Fantastic. Stuff. One person who's just, like, an electric car salesman and, like, an asshole. And He's they... very ou- mean. And they it's-
0: outed one of their trans candidates. Yes. Which is not cool. So,
1: I honestly think that they really are crappy. And, like, somebody wrote this thing that was just, like, look, they are super white. There was, like, a post... Like, a, an interview with Dr. Andrew Weaver... Talking about diversity, and they're like, you don't seem to have very many diverse candidates. He's like, well, we have old candidates and young
0: candidates.
1: We have the oldest candidate running and the youngest candidate running. We have all the
0: flavors of whiteness you can possibly have. We have diet vanilla. We have super creamy vanilla. We have dried out husk of vanilla. How old is their oldest candidate? I don't know. (laughs) I don't care. Like, 80? Don't vote for them. They're old and they're going to die.
1: But, like... He just didn't know how to talk about diversity at all.
0: We've got old and young. We've aged diversity. That's the
1: only diversity that no one ever talks about, he said, or something like that. Poor shit. Again, see, now I feel like Christy Clark, because I didn't actually watch the video. I'm just exaggerating Oh my god, you
0: little bad bean. So. You got me believing in you.
1: But it was bad. I read some people's takes.
0: But it was bad. I read some hot
1: takes. Their takes were were so hot.
0: (laughs) Forgive me. Their takes were so hot. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't help myself forgive me I ate the takes that were in the ice box. <laughs> the takes were so hot. hot why were they in the icebox it doesn't make sense
1: oh my god we had to cool down those
0: hot hot takes hot fucking takes um, yeah so I, I I just tweeted today it's like hey voting with your heart is stupid cause hearts are dumb hearts make bad choices I, I, I'm still in love with everyone I ever loved and that's dumb cause some of them are bad <laughs> So don't vote with your heart, vote with your brain, please. But, like,
1: for me, voting for the NDP is voting with my heart, too, which is amazing. Yeah, but also they have
0: the best platform and the most experienced people who haven't already fucked shit up. And the
1: biggest... It's just logical. It's the best chance of them actually forming government. They just need to win ten more seats. Yeah. And whereas the Green Party needs to win...
0: A hundred and something more seats Please don't vote Green You can't do it I just like I saw someone I really respect Saying like Oh can I finally vote yeah. Green I'm like No Sure Like literally you can do Anything you want ultimately yeah. But if you want other people to uh, Absolve you of any feelings You have about this Then you must know That it's not a good yeah, choice no, you have to
1: own that If you're gonna
0: And like it's, there are a
1: couple of Writings where the Green Candidate Might win There is sure. nothing
0: more than Lip service being paid To environmentalism And like, they're
1: they are libertarians Draped in like Hemp jackets or whatever, like they're straight up libertarians. Pretty
0: much, yeah. They're basically like, yeah, basically. So don't do don't it, do it, please.
1: I just think they're bad, and their candidates are bad, and their and policies they should feel are bad. bad. It's like, but a lot of their platform is like, you know, I agree with a lot of this, so it's like, but it's if, so vague. Well, one could argue that the NDP's platform if, is also very vague because you're trying to appeal to the whole of British Columbia, which is a very diverse <laughs> like province, you know urban yeah, it's okay. and rural and island and like there's lots of different kinds of folks so it's like you can't just come out and say like straight up we would do this 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 and this it's mm-hmm. like you have to be like hey we're gonna consider this and this and this yep. and then once you get into government then you're able to like A. you have to put everything through committees anyway mm-hmm. um, but you know sometimes you realize that not every decision has to be decided by commi- what is that from Hamilton I'm so sorry S-
0: sometimes I life comes at you fast Anyway. (laughs) Meanwhile, Madison is grappling with the fact that not every issue can be settled by committee. Thank you. Lyrical genius. Not in writing them, just in remembering them. But, uh... For some reason.
1: So, yeah, then once you get into power, then all the folks that are on your side need to push you even farther to, like, make your plans good. And then you need to be a government that is, like has been listening to folks that are on the margins and wants to include them in the process of, like, actually making those laws, and that's what the commitments are from the NDP, and so I stand by them.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I'm just nervous. I'm nervous because last year, not last year, the last time we went through this provincial election, I was sure, I was sure we were going to have an NDP victory, and I was on my honeymoon at the time, um, and thinking, like, we wept, we cried Mm -hmm. uh, about it, because it was so upsetting, and then we're like, well... Four years. How long is four years? Fucking long time, it really, turns out. and I mean, uh, trying to do a lot of damage in four years. Trying to boost that fucking pipeline, guys. Like, this is the only shot. You gotta get the liberals out and the only way to do that is to vote NDP. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry if that doesn't stick in your craw nicely. It just is what it is. I've
1: never seen you so politically engaged before and I really like it. Oh, I,
0: I care. I just, like, the minutiae of it just yeah. exhausts me when it's really just a simple matter of, like, please change the party in power. To yeah. me, like, it's just like, It's just that the liberals have done such a poor job. There's no chance of the Greens forming government. It's the most simple and logical thing to me. And the fact that people are still hemming and hawing doesn't work for me. Like, just swallow the bile that you feel about it not being an equal system and, like, oh, well, the party doesn't perfectly represent me. Yeah, like, nothing's perfect. Nothing I'm ever so sorry. will. And I'm so sorry and I know it's, like, the idea of being free to vote for what you want is really important but it's also important to think about the people around you that you love. Like, is your choice just totally your own whim or are you considering, like, the well-being of the people that you mm-hmm. love? Because there's a lot of people that I love who are even, who are far less fortunate than I am and uh, I can't make, decisions for myself without considering them politically speaking mm-hmm. like just because something would be good for me like i'm a homeowner that's very unusual for some of my age and if i were to vote based on that exclusively i would make really poor choices uh and i would sell my friends down the river and i'm not comfortable with that mm-hmm. and honestly like compared to people who are much older than us, my wife and I have a, a lower income. And so we aren't going to be fucked by NDP policies. Like, so what if we pay a few more dollars in tax here and there? We end up with better services to ourselves. God, yeah. forbid, God forbid we ever wanted to have a kid. Like we'd pay like $1,500 a month in childcare.
1: Yeah. $10 a day childcare would be amazing. And not having to enter a lottery to make sure that your kid can get into fucking kindergarten. Would be we really should be amazing. able to
0: be safe in a rental accommodation and, and, and secure for mm-hmm. long term. It shouldn't be, like, six-month contracts constantly moving from place to place and struggling. Mm -hmm. Past guest Jen, uh, sweet, sweet Jen, who did our vegan podcast episode, or our vegan potluck episode. That's what I meant to say. Potluck podcast. Vegan cook-off. Vegan cook-off is what I meant to say just found a place today finally mm-hmm. uh, after just the longest struggle and i was so worried for her and i'm so happy that she found a place so it's like mm-hmm. those things shouldn't be happening like it shouldn't be an absolute chaotic stress mm-hmm. ball just to find a place to live yeah it shouldn't so, so think, that's it that's yeah. all i can say about that yeah to tell people what to do a little bit so
1: like the thing is like with sorry with 2013 We thought it was like, oh, it's a shoe in yay, like the tide has totally turned against the Liberals, and so then everyone just got complacent and didn't go out and vote. Mm -hmm. And so that's the big part of my job. There's six advance voting days plus election day. I voted so hard.
0: Last time. Oh, last time, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't going to be in town at all, and I voted in advance, so do it, please, everybody do it. Please do it.
1: people ask, why vote in advance? Well, if you vote in advance, then the various campaigns, like... When you vote in advance, your name gets struck off the voters list, and it's automatically updated in our system, so we know we don't have to call you, so we don't have to bug you to be like, did you vote yet? Did you vote yet? And then you're like, yes, I already did. So we don't have to do that so we can focus on people that haven't, that are just like, oh, right, I totally forgot, I'll totally do that, so we can focus our attention. So if you vote early, then we can get the people out that normally wouldn't. Anyway, so that's a big part of my job in the next uh, week.
0: And we getting, I had voting.
1: 12 volunteers going knocking on doors to literally be like, dung, dung, dung. hey, the advance poll is open. It's like two blocks from here. Can I walk you over there? And they got a bunch of people to vote. It's so.
0: awesome. It's <sighs> really, really awesome. So I will, I, I feel promise like it's to vote. so,
1: it's so <laughs> important.
0: It's so important. Um, I want to live in an awesome province, and mm. it's been really struggling, hard times. And yeah. Let's so, change some things.
1: again, sweet, sweet podcast listeners, I know
0: that... Also, please look up the difference between provincial and federal governments. Oh, yeah. They do
1: different things. Don't yell at people for the wrong shit. Yeah, the liberal government is not Justin Trudeau in British Columbia. It's no. Christy Clark. And as soon as you say that to people, they're like, oh, oh, I don't like Christy Clark. It's like... Yeah, provincial
0: yeah. and federal elections are very different. hmm I mean, so, I don't love J. Trude's, No, but, I really don't either, but... but but it could be worse, I guess. Yeah, you know, rather true. look at his face than a number of faces. And so when
1: you say to people, Christy Clark was friends with Stephen Harper and they worked together on lots of stuff, people are like, oh, right, shit,
0: fuck. Please don't let her be the premier anymore. She sucks. Mm-hmm. She's got that face that no one likes, which is not the reason to not vote for her. But Apparently it's... a lot of
1: people really like her. She's like a super professional media person. Like, in the leadership debate, she was really, like, good on TV, but her words were empty, and there was this question that was like, so, uh, Ms. Clark, you know, it's your, you've got this RCMP investigation into your party and this RCMP investigation, and then there was this fraud thing, and then, and what, what do you think that you should do, like, to regain the public's trust in you? And she, with perfect comedic timing, was like, well, what I really think British Columbians care about is jobs. And I was like... Ah! <laughs> like Everyone that I was watching it would just like erupted and screaming.
0: Because
1: it didn't answer the question. It's like, you can be... Basically, she said you can be so corrupt, but as long as you're boosting the economy a bit, then nobody cares, which is like
0: capitalism, I guess. <laughs> eat a pine beetle, you hag. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, we don't have it as bad as our neighbors to the south, and so if anyone from the States even listens to this... This may seem petty, but this is
0: our reality. Yeah, I'm sure this is very boring, but we've had to listen to so much fucking shit about everything that's going on for you guys. Oh, that's true. So much. Do you know how much we like it? Not any. (laughs) Yeah. Not one bit. Yeah. But we have to, so just roll with us on this, please.
1: It'll be over soon. Our election period is very short. It's only four podcasts long. And
0: And quite honestly, we can't wait to stop talking about it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're pretty much... Like, we're, we're good, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, I don't want to just make it all politics all the time. Do you
1: have anything fun coming up in the next week?
0: Um, Any shows? Anything you want to plug? This is coming up tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I mean, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing a cool show on the 11th of May. It is uh, part and parcel with the anxiety show oh, right. um, that Megan Phillips runs, who is a, a beautiful and talented lady. I, I've called her beautiful like a hundred times in the last forty eight hours because I got to do a show with her and it just turns out she's stunning, uh, and talented and cool. So uh, she runs this this series of shows that deal with uh, different mental health issues and I'm doing an episode an episode I'm doing a show on depression. It's at Gilt and Company. It's at seven o'clock on Gilt and May Company 11th. Is the
1: best place to have. It's a great mental s- health Yeah, show.
0: and it's so it's it's that's in Gastown in Vancouver. I'd love it if people came out and supported it. It's. Uh, I think that the door price is about fifteen bucks, but I think that the the money goes to a memorial fund for a very uh, g- another gorgeous and talented woman who unfortunately took her life last Aww. year. Uh, so it, it really just speaks to the issues that we have with um, with mental health in the arts and just how how often there is an overlap between people who want to make other people happy and who have trouble making themselves happy. And God knows I've struggled with that doing well now but I mean that's that's the joke right it's like sad old sad old Katie is, is the butt of so many of my jokes so
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I think that'll be fun um and uh I'm also doing a sad mag show but I guess I talked about that last week with uh with Jackie uh Hoffert remind us when that is um great question Chris it's in June sometime so right. hopefully I'll we'll, be able to we'll say it about on a it. later podcast <laughs> But those, yeah, that's all I have booked right now. I'm trying to book some other shit. Oh, oh, May 16th, I'll be at the Comedy Mix, but who cares? It's a pro-am night, but it should be fun. Fun. So, yeah, that, that'll be good. Um, I do really, now that I took the picture, I kind of feel like I have to read it, uh, which is a description of a beer that we saw at St. Augustine's tonight. Hi. It's called the uh, Bel Air Sour. It is from the Brooklyn Brewery in Brooklyn, New York, and the description does not disappoint. It is the most Brooklyn thing I've ever seen. So, <clears throat> here we go. A thrilling jolt of tartness up front opens onto a riot of tropical fruit. Courtesy of Brooklyn's lacto, Brooklyn's ale yeast, and a generous helping of Amarillo dry hopping. Ooh yeah, daddy. Ooh yeah, daddy. <laughs> Soft, yeah, you should be. Soft barley and wheat, let me try that again. Soft barley and wheat malts keep things dry and refreshing, and the whole thing comes to a close with a fine dry finish. Brooklyn Bellar Sour is racy, and maybe even a little bit dangerous. <gasps> Ooh. But also effortlessly cool, breezy, and undeniably compelling. Is this the beer's Tinder profile?